Welcome to Prison to the Premiership, the Jamie Lawrence story, in the company of Flex, Otis Roberts, Michael Adams, special guests, and the incomparable Jamie Lawrence. Aim Higher is a Jason Roberts Foundation production. Part 7. So much to live for. Right, Jane, well, it's good to be back for the last um, episode in the story. We've been on quite a journey with you from yeah. the early days through to Jamaica, through to Walsall. We're joined by some good old friends who have been there on that journey with you. Jimmy, you, Ben, and of course, Mr. Carl Brown himself. And Otis there, um, who, uh, believe it or not, is eating. But there we go. Shot. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah. Jane, um, yeah. you know, it, what's it been like listening to, you know, you know, going back and looking at your past? You know what? Very humbled to have the people what have had come on and speak in the terms of what they spoke, spoke about me. Um, a lot of people have been on the journey with me. A lot of people impacted my life, especially like being in prison and having a prison officer. Um, look out for me, go out on a limb for me, let me out of the prison, and a governor, a governor who put his job on the line for someone like me who, let's have it right, I was a criminal, you know what I mean? I was a criminal, put his life on the line for me, well, his, his job on the line for me, and then other people, like managers like Paul Jewell, players what I played with, like Jim, Paul Merson, <coughs> And and coach coach Mr. Jamaica one, but coach was one probably one of my biggest influences when I played for Jamaica. Always wanted me in the team. I think I told the story about when we played Trinidad. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, and I I travelled two days to come back, and the man put me on the bench. I was vet. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they had a dread. What are the dreads, man, coach? Huh? Ouch, ouch, knocking. Yeah, he was giving us problems. He, he was, was trouble. Yes, yeah, he, he was, was trouble. He was trouble. Uh, he was giving us problems. Yeah, so they was winning one 0 at half time. So yeah. the coach looked on the bench and then he said to the man, he said, listen, we're in Hawaii, you know, you know, left George up on the, on the bench. <laughs> 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 I, actually, I actually gave him a nudge there, Jim. Jim yeah, I, I actually nudged Coach, we got to get Jimmy in. If we don't yeah. get Jim in, that guy is going to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, Real we got to get yeah. him in, Coach. We got to get him in. You know, yeah. it, it was great, Jamie. Um, I remember the first tackle you gave him. Yeah. You know, it changed the entire like game. Yeah, of course, like of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and they pulled him. We eventually yeah. got the equalizer. But, but I tell you, if we, if we didn't get Jamie in at that time, they would have destroyed him. He by himself. I mean, he, he was running rampant in midfield. All over yeah. the place, just taking the ball, doing what he was wanted to do. Jamie went in. The first stop of Jamie getting in, everything changed. Everything changed. Never wanted the ball no more. Yeah? No, 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 no. no. They, yeah. they actually pulled him shortly after. After yeah, that tackle, we they actually two, stopped it. Yeah, we are. Yes. one in the end. Right, yeah. So you, you brought a little bit of South London with you then, did you, Jamie? No, but, <laughs> yeah, but South London Jamaican. Yeah? That aggressiveness, it, it, you know what I mean? But I wonder, it, 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 think people get it wrong. I'm not dirty, but if the ball's there to be won, I'm winning it, right? Of course. That, you see, Jamie, a lot of people talk about, you know, playing dirty or playing rough and tough. And, and that's one of the things our Jamaican team, for instance, has been labelled with. But we, we grow playing tough, you know? Go playing tough. And, and you, you play people like Pepe Goodison, and he doesn't give you any any leeway you know it's just going to be tough and if you want to beat us beat us that way we're going to let you fight yeah. we're going to let you work and and i be you know jamie just just came in and fit right into it you know and 
And Jamie, it's my attachment to you is is was more than just the game itself. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's seen it's seen someone who represented a lot of youngsters who I grew up with in Trenchtown. And I and I saw so many youngsters who went to prison for a spliff. One spliff. Yeah. And came back out yeah. hardened criminal, and their life ended. Yeah. Their life was over yeah. because sooner they are going to die, you know. And 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 you you represented what my club in Jamaica was all about. It's about rehabilitation. Yeah, you took Yeah, I took it out. It was about offering. Yes, of course, it was about offering second chance, Jamie. And yeah. and for me, yeah. that's what you represented. And, and, and your mannerism and your whole attitude was just a revelation. You know, because that, apart from the talent that you had, Jamie, the, the, yeah. the, the attitude yeah. when you hit that field was, was just unbelievable. You know, all your work, um, even yeah. coming from England with the reputation that you came to Jamaica with. Yeah. And, and, and this is something that I, I, I must say about all the players that we were fortunate to have during that period. You know, Fitzroy Simpson, the Dan Burton, Paul Hall, yeah. Marcus Gale. Yeah. I mean, the attitude that these guys brought to us was, was just unbelievable. You know, I, I talk to Fitz sometime and it's and it's that part of of of, of Fitzroy that, that that will always be with me. You know, we stayed yeah. at the players' house where where we had yeah. two bathrooms for everybody. Yeah. And I, and I I remember the first time Fitzroy woke up and went to the bathroom. There was literally a line waiting to use the bathroom. You yeah. know, he said, he said, coach, two bathroom? I said, yes, Fitz, you have choice outside or inside here. You know? And I tell you, he, you know, he said, coach, I'll just sit and wait. You know, it, it's the whole attitude of what we got from, from the English player, the players coming from England. And, and Jamie... You know, we know the, the four-row that, that we had when, when we first heard about Jamie coming and the stories yeah. surrounding his, his life. Yeah. And, and, and there was there was opposition from, from some quarters in Jamaica. And, and gladly, the majority of Jamaicans are, are what I am about. It's about giving second chance to people like yourself. And, and we are yeah. so proud. We are so proud to just sit here, just sit here and... and read everything about, on you jamie yeah. and to watch the story yeah. being told you know that that it, it it's a big part you know you talk about me being your your influence there too jamie you also influenced me and gave me hope for for some of the youngsters in trench now yeah. you know that you know that yeah. it can happen yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I that's, that's well I said carl because um you know one of the outputs of what of yeah. telling jamie's story is is yeah. the is the learning is what what can be handed on it and and jamie does that by by being jamie and, and yes, that yes. you know mm -hmm. that that's a, that's the strength and that's something that's come across during the the podcast um you ben just tell us yes, uh, you know when 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 did this young man come into your life you know give us give us a connection. Well, fun enough um this young man, as you put it, Jamie, he came into my life um, before he actually knew it himself. Because yeah. we're originally from the same area in South London. Yeah. And um, I, growing up as a young boy, he, you know, I was very keen on football. I played a lot of football and I, I managed to see a lot of players um, that are produced from the area that went on to do something. But some never quite got to the levels that they should have for whatever reason. And it, it it always sort of I don't know if the word I wouldn't say baffled, but it always made me think: oh, How did he manage to go to prison, commit the crimes that he did, and still not let that get in the way of what he does, and not be an obstacle, not be <clears throat> a hurdle of any way? Um, and even if it was, how did he manage to get past that and still get to the top flight? And for me, once I got to know Jamie a little bit more because I, I was working alongside uh, another corporation at the time, a football agency that were working alongside Jamie. Um, once I got a bit closer and got, you know, got to know him a bit better, I realised that, um, and, and I've said this to him on, on numerous occasions, yeah. that Jamie doesn't have a ceiling when it comes to hard work. Oh, yeah. Jamie 
will keep going and keep going and keep going. And there's a saying, as I, I know Mr. Brown will, will understand, um, which my family taught me, funny enough, my, my father was a Trentonian as well, which is, if you want a good, your nose have to run. Yes, and yes, that's Jamie, yes. Jamie, Jamie is the, the pinnacle of hard work, basically. And that's how I came across him. Um, and one of the interesting things, oh, are we all there? Yeah. 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 One of the interesting things that, and, and, you know, to take me back, um, I'm going to say well over 10 years ago, um, when I was first starting out my journey in, in the work that I do um, by myself, um, as I was making a transition, Jamie actually helped me to make the transition because he was able to train a lot of these young players and, and, and at the time some of them were established players and some of them believed that they were fit and Jamie took them on another journey to show them that there was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was another level. <laughs> Before I started my own company, there was a good four or five members of the Watford setup that I had working with Jamie, um, Anthony McManey, Al Bangora, Marlon King at the time, I believe, worked with him. There's quite a few. Um, and a lot of the players that I was working with at the time, I just sort of gave no choice to get the understanding of working hard, you know, not relying on talent, not being enough. And it was easy... Once I transferred him to Jamie, that was it. You know, everything was taken care of. Um, and to be honest with you, he, he, he rummaged through many other players over the years to, you know, you sort of, if he turns around and says that player hasn't got enough in him or not, not enough hunger or desire or work rate, he's usually right. There's not many or any so far, to be honest with you, that you've said to me, they've got this X, Y, Z and they haven't produced or they haven't got the X, Y, Z and then they sort of, sort of fall by the wayside for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it's often because of his, his, his identification in pointing out a player, what having the right, as I call it, the minerals, the right DNA. And yeah, that was my first encounters of working alongside Jamie. Actually, I'll tell you a story, actually. I'm, I'm sure it was touched upon. Um, I was, the, the last organisation I was working for before I started my own company, um, we had a call to the office and I managed to pick up the phone. And at the time, it was the manager of, um, am I allowed to say, Jamie? Also. Yeah, also. Colin Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, 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 the manager. The manager. For him, <laughs> the manager, the manager. I picked up the phone, said, hello, how are you doing? You okay? You know, and he's like, yeah. And he, you know, long story short, he basically said, Jamie wasn't doing enough for him. He needed to do more. And basically, Jamie's in trouble when he gets back to training or throughout the summer, he's going to have him running and just training with the kids. And at the time, you know, I took the phone call. I had to pass it on to the guys, colleagues that I was working with at the time. But I was actually dreading telling Jamie this because I was thinking he's going to upset Jamie and Jamie's going to go in there like, you know, a bull in the china shop. And this is the side of Jamie that I, I wasn't aware of at the time. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie actually turned around and said, he's going to make me train with the kids throughout the summer and no holidays. I said, yeah. And he said, that's all right. I love training. I'll go yeah. in and I'll train. You've just been playing all season. You're not on holiday. He said, no, it's fine. I go and train with the youngsters. And I, and I kid you not, he went in and he trained with the young players. Um, you must've been a breath of fresh air for those guys, those young players. And then I, I, if I recall right, you, you trained then later on with the first team as they came back, and I'm sure you won every race because uh, you're like. <laughs> oh, I used to thing about Jamie is that like him, not like him, indifferent. Um, I've got this thing about you don't have to be loved; you have to be respected. And Jamie creates that scenario where you respect him. You know, some people may not like how he trains, may not like what he stands for, but he's very honest. He's his heart's on his sleeve and, and, and he's very integral. So for me, um, there was knowing him or knowing of him from being a younger man in the community of the area where I'm from. But there was also that side of once I got close to him, then I realized how hardworking he was. And yeah, I, 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 I kid you not, there ain't many out there that can do what he does. And I think we all know this. So a credit to you, Jamie, for 
the hard work that you've put in mm. and continue to put in. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Can I just add a little bit to that story? Though, because just coming to you, Jay. Yeah, Jim, go on, carry on, please. Because although Colin Lee, Colin Lee needed to get him about two weeks early because we'd already had about a fortnight in Marbella. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he killed me because I came back. I came back from the Gold Cup with um, with Jamaica coach, uh, and this man says that I'm going to have a couple of weeks off. Never gave me no time off whatsoever. I had to come straight back in. And the first game I got, I got injured. I was, yeah. got injured in the first game, in a friendly, and that was the beginning of the end. Did you break uh, your toe? That, that's what I broke my toe. First yeah, game, some silly game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I should have, I have been playing in. But we were, in, we were in Miami. Remember yes, we went, and yeah, then we went to right. Mexico and got beat five 0 because we were at altitude. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Altitude is no joke. <laughs> yeah? Listen, I made one run, yeah, and you know what? I thought I'd done ten runs, yeah? <laughs> and, and they're running around like it's nothing. Huh? I'm like, nah, this ain't fair, man. <laughs> it does that. It does that to everybody, Jamie. Everybody yeah, has that yeah. experience. Yeah, but you know, the most hostile place I went to for Jamaica was Costa Rica, coach. Oh, yes. Huh? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, my Central, God. That's part of Central America, Jamie. That's what it's like. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it, 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 I enjoyed it, that, though. I love that. You know? Yeah, I, I know. Some players do, Jamie. Others yeah. get into their shell. But the, the Central yeah. American teams are good at that. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. Yeah. You get there and the, the spectators are a part of the game. They just like intimidation. Yeah. Of course they do. Even before games started. Even before games started. You and know, in the hotel, hotel with drums, keeping my night. Exactly. Night. Yeah, all night, all night. They just yeah. go play drums there around. Yeah. yeah it, it's typical Central yeah. America. They don't get away from it. Great yeah. football in Asia. <laughs> love their sports, and and the people is so an integral part of it. Yeah. No, yeah. and we got some fantastic stories over the years. Now, Jim, um, you've been in a couple of the episodes so far, and and obviously there was the picture of Jamie. As you knew him as the player and as the person you seem to frequent a few nightclubs with, uh, <laughs> listening. And you've also had to put up with his wardrobe. Not my Jamie. Not my Jamie. And you've also had to put up with his wardrobe. Right? I bore off Mike. Right? <laughs> the first time he came the first time he came to Warsaw, he had this he, he hung up his bulletproof vest. I go, what have we got here? <laughs> what have we got here? That was his best outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen uh, what's the film? Is American Gangster? When he has yeah, yeah. Hold on, coat and all that. Hold on a minute. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I told oh, you right. about it. Yeah, I've waited for this moment. I'm, I'm hundreds of miles away as well. It's really... Mate, <laughs> you're only a phone call away. <laughs> but, uh, Jim, there's been, it's been quite a tapestry weave when we, you know, we've had the jokes and that, but for you, as somebody who's, you know, who saw Jamie and, and has listened to the story, you know, over the, the series, what have you What have you gained from it about the man? No, nah, listen. Everything I knew about him, to be fair, but it, it's like like everyone said, it's it's amazing to hear the stories from you know, people who've grown up, especially like before football and then during football, and and everyone said everyone. Not everyone can be wrong, you know. They all say the same thing. It's a, it's amazing. Like I, I see Jay as as just a great friend now. You know, I don't see any of his past and all that. And also, he's just been a, he's been a great friend to me over the years. And we hit it, like we spoke about one before. As soon as he came into Walsall. When I looked past the, the bulletproof jacket, he, he was like, <laughs> we sat at the back and we just had a bit of banter and we've just, we just got straight away and it was, it was, it, it was great. And we've, we've had some, we've had some amazing times 
off the pitch as well. I mean, the man worked so hard, like everyone says on it, even back then. But like, I mean, we've had some amazing times off the pitch as well. Some great trips away, some great nights, days that have turned into three or four days. It's been brilliant. But but he always had that focus and I learned a lot from him. Even even back then, I was sort of getting towards 30 then at, at, at Walsall when Jay was there. And I was, I want to progress in my career and I see how hard Jay was working and that. And, no, we spoke about it a like lot. You, you know, you've got a graph to get to that level, and and that and that was a big learning curve for me. Even then, thirties, you know, I was coasting away a little. Think I can get by on talent, and and you sort of see how hard Jay works, and you go right. There's no excuse for I mean, now. And I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. And I tell you, I tell you, the other thing is that I mean, I spoke to James uh, a little while back, where I just come back from doing <laughs> my own. I'm sixty now. I'd come back doing my own little bit, um, uh, and. I think I must have spoke to him about eight o'clock in the morning and he'd already done two sessions, you know, and he'd already done two sessions and he had another four lined up for the day. Uh, I mean, James, within you, you know, where does that come from? And you're going to say your mum, aren't you? (laughs) My mum, my mum, my mum, my mum and my dad, right? Because they was hard working, right? And they instilled in me that anything I... I want in life, I can achieve, but it will only come through hard work. And then I had managers along the way, like when I was young, about winning, and I hated losing anyway. Anything I'd done, I wanted to win. So my thing was, I want to be better than yesterday. I've always, I always say that to people, be the best version of yourself every day. Raise the bar every single day, all right? And that's what I've always done. Even now, I, I always beat the, I beat the youngsters who I train. I beat the professional footballers and the fighters who I train. But I don't go there to play around. I go there to compete. Whereas people go there to get through a session. I'm not there to get through a session. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm there to beat you. All right? And if you do that so many times, that will be your everyday life. And then skills are transferable into life. Wow! Yeah, wow. absolutely. And listen, what's your what's what's your saying? Because um, <laughs> we were talking about that early morning, Michael. There, and yeah, I think I went down to down to Jane. We were doing a few bits, and I said, "Come on, I'll do a session with you." Then and I was like about <laughs> five or ten minutes late, and he got the cards out on me. I go, "Come on, Jane." <laughs> 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 I said, "I'm and I, He said, "You should have got up earlier." What, what was he saying? He was like, "Nah," and I said. And he rang me another time. He said, you're coming down. And he went, I said, nah. I said, mate, I need a little bit of a lion today. He went, lion? My conscience don't, what is it? My conscience don't let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's oh, right. Oh, that's powerful. My, yeah, my conscience doesn't allow. If I want to have a dream, my conscience should never allow me to stay in my bed. No chance. Right? I took a lot from that, actually, when you say I know you say it in jokes. What are you sleeping for? My conscience don't let me sleep. Get yourself up. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know the thing about it. I get up every morning at four o'clock. Never use the alarm. Now nah, that that that's why you said it to me because I'd missed the alarm. And you yeah. my alarms. Don't, don't, don't use the alarm. That was it. That was the one. Was don't use don't an alarm. alarm. I don't need an alarm. Huh? I like to play games yeah. with myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Jamie, when I when I played for the national team, the coach used yeah. to use me as the alarm. You know, he'd tell us yeah. in the morning, every time we, we go to training call, you gotta wake the guys for me. I'll be up. I'll be up first one. You know, they don't like that. They don't like even now I see them, I meet them, they are big old men and they, they knock me about it. Yeah. They get me up <laughs> all the time. You come awake and the door is being knocked. That's coach. That's calm yeah. out there. You know, so it yeah. became a part. And it's about attitude, Jimmy. It's about attitude and wanting to happen. You know, and, yeah, and, and I, I met I, I met Sam Allardyce a couple of years while in the Cayman Islands after I left yeah. Bolton. And, you know, we, we were talking yeah. about the, the two Jamaicans he had there. You know, and, and he, he, he yeah. it. it's a Carl, for me, Ricardo Gardner, is what it wasn't about his, his talent, his football game. Yeah. It was about yeah. his attitude. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's a big class attitude, though, Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Jamie, we grew, up, we grew up hearing people talk about 90% perspiration and 10% inspiration. And I just tell some girls that I, that I now work with that it still matters today. 
You know, it's about 90% yeah. perspiration yeah. and 10% inspiration. You know, and it, and it takes you through. Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a lot of the time, yeah, people don't true. see the work. Take it not sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the time, yeah. people don't see the work. And I think that's an important thing. You know what? When I play for. When, Go on, Jamie. Yeah, but you know, when I play for Jamaica, when I play for Jamaica and whatever team I play for, my teammates and my coaches always appreciated me and my team, in the team for the, how hard I worked. Like, when we played for Jamaica, mm -hmm. I used to get the dirty job of man to man marking the game, Jamaica. <laughs> right? I used to love it. I used to love it. Because huh? I know that if I mark him out of the game, we win the game. Huh? Of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, Jamie, this is something that myself and, and Clovis spoke a lot about, you know. Yeah. That when, 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 we, when we start looking at the opponent, that's the first thing we, we look for. Who's the yeah. player there that we need to, to have as little touch of this ball as possible? And, yeah. and then Jamie, we attach Jamie in the side. Because we... Yeah. We, nine against nine, we had a, a much better chance, you know. And, yeah. and the thing about it, Jamie, that you could still participate in our game yeah. because yeah. that person that you were marking couldn't mark you. You yeah. know, you, you, yeah, you, you run, run off him. Yeah. No, we never know what position you were playing, Jamie. You were all over yeah. the park. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Every time I'm, I'm game finished, my friend, you know, will sit there and say, Coach, what position Jamie plays? I said, all around. Anywhere he goes, anywhere danger is, he goes for it. He's not going there. Don't don't tie him down. He's not going to help you tie down in one place. Yeah. I mean, I I, I'm, what's interesting about that is, and again, throughout the stories that we've picked up throughout the, the podcast, is that Jamie played in a time when there was a lot of great players around. Oh. Um, I mean, Paul Jewell was telling us, and Jamie was telling us the story, you know, when they played the Arsenal team. And, uh, you know, and they would change Jamie's position. He's gone from central midfield to playing right back because he's got a Mark Terry Henri. And, yeah. and who was it? They, and when they subbed Henri, who came on? Over Mars. I, I looked. I looked at the manager. I looked at the manager. I said, "Not getting any easier." <laughs> that team there. Remember the first camp. Everyone was in that team. Yeah. We got the biggest two-nil battering I've ever had in my life. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. We had a goal if we went over the halfway line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is. But this is all a. You know, this is all a part of your history, and it's. It's what you learn from it. It's what you take from it and, and how you turn out to be the person you are today, which is the big learning message for a, for a lot of people here. Because, you know, we can, we could gangsterize the title from prison to premiership, but that's not what we're doing. No, it's, not, it's not what it's about. Not what we're doing here. Yeah. You know? Everyone mm. makes mistakes in life. It's how yeah. you react. Absolutely. You know I mean? That's the big story. That's the takeaway. Huh? It's yeah. that, uh, how you started is not how you finish. Yeah, hundred percent. But you know, and, you and also, Jamie. That, yeah. yeah, you know, it's also very, very important for me, Jamie, for yeah. for people to understand that that we that second chance is so important to everyone. You yeah. know, and, and 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 as I said earlier, I've seen so many kids who who went to jail because a spliff in in, in the Trenchtown era was a part of every. 15, 16, 17 year old boy's life, you yeah. know, and you'd have a yeah. spiff and the police would come and raid and they'd take them to jail and they'd get nine months in jail and they came out hardened criminals because yeah. we, 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 we condemned, they were prisoners for life now. Yeah. There was no rehabilitation for them, you know, and you, you saw them just withered away. So Jamie, yeah. for me, you are a great example to, this, to the system, to the yeah. system, you know, to, you know what I'm, Yes, give them a second chance. Give them a second yeah. chance. And for those yeah, people yeah. who took the chance, gave me great credit to them. Great credit to those. Um, you know, I know we, we talk a lot about those who people resisted you going. Um, yeah. But there were those who, who were willing to give you, give you the, chance the chance to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I mean, and that that for me is is the great part of it. That 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 I can I can talk about Jamie 
with with pride and and and, and with, with the passion that I that I I want for people to understand that yes, there is a guy who have made mistake, but you know what? Look yeah. what has happened. Look where he has the direction he has gone. And yeah. and and for me, that's the story more than anything else. Yeah. Well, thanks. Well said. Well said. Um, you Ben, like, yeah. like myself, I'm a South London boy as well. So we know, we know, we know the area. We know what's up. For you, is there's got to be room to be sharing this story? You know, oh, yeah. but what's going on now? Oh, what's going on now with regards to? Well, in the, you know, in terms of youngsters are getting opportunities. They're coming yeah. out of. They're coming out of. You know, they've got a choice from going on the road or being out there. And I think yeah. a lot of them may not know Jamie's story. They may not yeah. recognise it. And we need to. Um, you see, the thing is, I find that um, a lot of the young boys of today, especially let's just say South London, you know, in particular, or, yeah. or, or a lot of them do know Jamie because social media is, is quite a popular thing. And I think. You know, on on a weekly basis, okay. you're about to see Jamie pop up on your screen somewhere doing about a thousand burpees. But, <laughs> <laughs> and, and if and if you are interested, at, all, at some point, you know, have you seen him training? I don't know a, a Ruben Loftus Cheek or uh, a, a, another player that's a, a young England under eighteen. So I think a lot of them will come across him via social media. However, um. I think you're right in saying that a lot of them won't really know what he's about because yeah. um, they, a lot of them think it's, it's, it's like a tap where you can turn it on and turn it off. And that isn't to be, you know, knocking them. That's just the honest scenario. Yeah. Even, like, even some of the young players of today that are in football, you know, they go to tra training, they, got, they get training done, and then as soon as they finish training, it's like, you know, it's at gone. home, it's, uh, they're gone. You know, they're not, not focusing on anything else. Past their nice apartment, their car, what holiday they're going to do, a bit of shopping and food. And this isn't to have a knock or dig at any of these players. This is just purely down to desire and education, I would say. You know, education on what it takes to be a footballer. That, you know, you should be a student of the game if that's what you want to be, you know. And and Jamie is someone that, you know, look at look at him now. You know, he's he still trains harder than any footballer that I know, you know, I, I, I mean, I haven't seen Chris Ronaldo train in, in person, but I would like to, you know, always say, right, you know, there's almost a comparison of, you know, how he lives his life as a player as being one of the top or the top player in the world to like even Jamie, when he trains with these players, he trains just as hard, if not harder than these guys, which I, I listen, I'm privy to it. So I know that he does because I, on the weekends when they're relaxing, he's still training and I'm talking about the weekends when they're off during the summer you know um, but yeah what I, what I tend to see going back to your question um, Michael is that um, a lot of the young players and a lot of players are sort of a little bit miseducated because they see what happens on social media a lot and what we see on social media is the glitz and the glamour of, of what this football industry and world is about you know yeah, yeah. and um, I think it's easy to for them to get caught up with that because now, especially nowadays, the pitches are nice. You know, they get to play on 3G a lot of the time. Um, you know, um, they get to do a lot of their running in gyms, like you know, they you know, uh, like on a treadmill. And and when you run on the green grass, the, the, the green grass doesn't move, but the treadmill does. You know, yeah. so there's all scenarios that I look at and I think, hmm, like it's, it's a lot different. You know, um. And, and for health and safety reasons, they can't play on certain pitches now, or, you know, a little bit of water or a little bit of ice and it's all changed. And whereas in, say, Jamie's time and, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was a lot different. And the desire was there more, I would say, than it is for a lot of young players now. I think the opportunities that some of these young players have now, and this isn't to have, like I said, this isn't to have a pop at them. They don't understand what they've got. Um, and they think it's their given right to have all the, as, as I call it, the trappings of football, the niceties, the, <laughs> you know, the materialism. Is that, is that essentially, they're not making an association with the people who open the door for them? Yeah, I, I would say that. And, and quite often they would look at, and in the greatest respect, they might look at someone like Jamie or <clears throat> play, ex-players, Jimmy himself, and think, ah, oh, you know, their, their time's gone, you know, that, yeah. you know. 
Yes. No, yes. And, and Jamie could give them the best of advice. And it, it's, it's, it's a bit like when you think about your parents telling you something and you, as yes. a kid, you think, yeah, no, that's not going to be me or that doesn't happen to me. But then, you know, life is a cycle. Everything that happens, whether it be fashion, whether it be procedures, whether it be laws, whether it be music, it all recycles itself. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, one man is an island and, and we all have to learn from each other, as they say, each one teach one. So what I see is a lot of people that are, are, are generational players. That, and, and listen, a lot of them do work hard. And there are some ones out there. That, and, but when they, when they are sort of highlighted, um, and let's just talk about the last, you know, there was a generation of, like, say, the players of Jamie's time and before Jamie's time and after Jamie's time, whether that be the Lampards and Gerrards and of this world, and then you've got like, you know, the Milners of this world and Jordan Henderson's of this world, you know, who, yeah. you know, everyone will say they, they just do what it says, you know, they do, they do what it says on a tin, you know? Yeah, Ron, Ron said, so, so, yeah. So, so when you see like, for example, Jordan yeah. Henderson has been given the awards this year, you would say, okay, you know, that's down to his professionalism, his discipline, his hard work, you know, his, his, his endeavour to, to just do leadership. And leadership. And, it's easy to highlight that now in the players of today than it was, I suppose, 20 years ago because there were so many of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jamie used to play in the midfield on a weekly basis, whether it be a Patrick Vieira, whether it be a Roy Keane, you know, I, I, I can't even begin to start naming the others. Like, there are so many that they're all leaders. Like, they don't need an armband to be a leader. They don't need to go in with flying tackles to be look like yeah. the only person. They're all prepared yeah. to do it. Yeah. And you, yeah. that Jamie talked about, you know, Henri comes off, Omar comes on, you know, is there were so many good players yeah. that had ambition and a drive to do so well. So, and I'm and I'm sure there are a lot of young players, and there, you know, there are a lot of good young talented players. But I think it's easy for them to sort of get to a certain level and be rewarded for that. They don't seem to have the the minerals to sustain it. A lot of them, and yeah. and, and I'm not knocking them. That's just the truth and the reality of yeah, it. You know, um, yeah. Carl, the impact that Jamie had arriving, you know, there's this character. You you guys <coughs> know pretty quickly when he joined the, the Jamaica ranks. But what was the mark that he left on that on that team? You know, from the moment he arrived to to let's say you know bedding in. And then, and, and Micah talked about this as well, Micah Hyde. So just take us through that, Carl. And, and it's not just the team itself, I mean, as a country, you know, because before Jamie arrived, there was a, a lot of thing in the press yeah. about, you know, being to prison and, and coming to represent the country and things. So there was, there was like a divided there, you know, there were people who were, were against it. And I his arrival probably quashed a lot of that. You know, his his whole attitude. He'd be on the bus first thing, first one on the bus when we are going to train. You know, the bus will never have to sit there and wait for Jamie to come. You know, and and, and he came there with fanfare. He came, he came to Jamaica with a lot more publicity than than the the Dean Burtons and the Paul Hall and the Fitzroy because these three guys in particular literally crept into the team. There was a big splash about Jamie coming. Was. You know, so the, the press was there, the focus was in, eyes was, was on Jamie, and, and I don't believe that he failed us. You know, his whole attitude was just great. His, 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 his desire to train led the team and, and pushed the team and pushed the players. You know, when we, we had scrimmages, everybody was would, would be alive, you know, because Jamie is around. You know, so so for me, it's not just, just as a team and, and what he did for the team, but but for the country, as I, I continue to emphasize the, the opportunity for us from the inner city areas to now talk now to the public about giving chance to youngsters who have committed themselves, who have gone to prison for, for minor things, so, you know, for offenses that we don't need to, to condemn for them for life. You know, so, so Jamie did that for, for us, you know. Jamie did that for a person like me who who lived with these kids all their life. And I, I you know, I could, could draw to people like Jamie all the time and talk to them and bring him as an example that here is a youngster who went down the road and, and he's at the top. You know, he's, he's on, at the top of the hill now. So, 
So that was 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 what he did for me. For the, the team itself, um, Abib Demi offered us that opportunity. You know, and we hear that about pushing at right back or put him in midfield. That he was never ever reluctant to go do the work, do the dirty work for it, and anything that we asked him to do, that he was willing to do. You know, so it, it's his whole attitude for me that that had a, a great impact. You know, but we talk about Jamie's um, physical fitness and you know how hard he worked. But but there's there's also one thing that stood out in my mind here that off the field he was he was physically strong and unbelievably strong individual. We we were at lunch one 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 day and and two of our players got into an argument. You know, and and, and we were trying hard to part them. We moved them. They get back in. We moved them. And Jamie came into the the, the room. And, and I shouted to the player, hey, go sit down. And, and he was advancing, and Jamie went between both players. And, and, and unbelievable that he took his right hand and held the player here and lifted him off the floor and said, hey, cool it, man. Cool it. Coach said, cool it. a <laughs> 160-pound <laughs> 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 player, Jamie had in his left hand. That's his right hand. In his left hand here. And he was he held him up like a bag of sweets. I'll never forget that. You should be on one of them Marvel programs, Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> right? And I weren't there. It was in America. I weren't there because I had lost my passport. And then it come right. to play Nigeria, Loftus Road. Yeah? I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, uh, <laughs> there we go. Of course. <laughs> you know, so it's this kind of thing. It's, it's the personality. It's personality. And he, and he was really liked by everyone. You know, all the players got, got along with Jamie. And they, they knew for him that it was work. You know, he was he was a businessman on the field. Off the field, he he he'll probably just find somewhere by himself and cool off. But he he was a real team person, and and, and as coaches, it it really made our job easy when we you know when we searched around. So, <coughs> James, when you yeah, when you, well. you track back now, uh, yeah, some of your highlights, you know, for you, you know, if we go, you know, if we uh, if we go back. Um, even, I mean, we've mentioned the prison, you know, and you've talked about, yeah. we talked about Dale and, and uh, Mr. W Mr. Wardour, the role that they played. Then, then of yeah. course, there was, um, my guy there, Terry Butcher taking the chance on you. Oh, Terry Butcher took a chance on, on take me. Take us forward, take us forward. Then Terry Butcher took a chance on me, but obviously he got sacked yeah. not long after. Then Mick Buxton took over, which never worked out for me. And this is what I was saying to some people the other um, today. I done a talk today. I said sometimes in life you have to take two steps backwards to come forward. Right? So I, I went from there to Doncaster, where Doncaster was in the bottom league, Sunderland Championship. And then a man called Sammy Chung took over at Doncaster. He's like he's a godsend. Right? He saw me play my first game, never knew nothing about me. And called me in the office the next day. Normally, when you get called in the office, you're in trouble. Yeah? <laughs> 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 so, I get, I get called up. And then he had a, a man called Jules Smith, who was like a sergeant major. He never smiled for nobody, yeah? So they called me in the office and sit down. Said, All right, cool. So the manager said to me now, what do you want to do with your career? I said to him, I want to play in the Premier League in England. He said to me, listen, you can go wherever you want to go with this football career. As long as you knuckle down and you work hard, you've got all the talent in the world to play at the top, top level. And then for 10 months, they were, the team talks were based around me. Get the ball out to Jamie. You take him on with crosses in. Ten months later, I signed in the Premier League for Leicester. Right? 
So someone giving me a little bit of belief and believing in me, giving me a confidence. Yeah. Obviously, I went to Leicester now, Mark McGee, £300,000. Just imagine coming from prison. I've only been out of prison for 17 months. I'm getting signed for 300 grand. All right, that's a lot of money. And now I'm at Leicester and playing in the Premier League. Got relegated first season, then we got promoted the next season under Martin O'Neill. So for me, best manager. Best manager I've ever had. Uh, he gave me the biggest dressing down of my career. Talk about hairdryer. <laughs> my man gave me, gave me a hairdryer. Uh, made me, I had the hardest pre-season training because I told him a lie and he found out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the man, I played for the first team, played for the reserve team, I played for the youth team. I never had no days off for a month. But because I, I never said nothing and got on with my work, that season I was involved in everything. We won the cup and we stayed up in the Premier League. Um, we stayed up comfortably in the Premier League. And then obviously my journey to Bradford, which is probably my best time in football, where Bradford had never been in the top flight. Got them in the top flight and then we kept them in the top flight we beat Liverpool last game of the season to um, stay in the Premier League. And obviously, for me, remember my dad died just before my debut for Jamaica. So for me, making my debut for Jamaica is probably my biggest achievement for me. 100% playing for Jamaica. That's my football stuff, though. The stuff I do off the pitch means more than any football stuff, like saving lives and that. That means so much more than any football stuff you can do. But without the football journey, I don't think it'd be as much as powerful as it is, you know? Because they see you right at the bottom and they see it's achievable that you can go to the top. Well, I need to share my story to these kids and impact them. I think it's powerful. Well, well let's just take it. Stick a pin there, Jamie. Just let's think about this. Yeah. All right, is this young yeah. kid from South London that yeah. started off on the right track, all right? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, like anything else, you've had the trauma of your parents leaving. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and sometimes we don't understand when you have that <coughs> stability taken away, even if it's not it's obvious, hard. what it does, what it does. Yeah. And, 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 where, and where it put you yeah but throughout it you know what's come across in the podcast is the enormous yeah. respect that you've you yeah. and love that you've had for both your mum and your father the way you've talked about them um you know the way that you respected their choice of going back home and and not making it about yourself you know that's it's very humbling to to have sat here through this series and seen you do that and and also to have sat here and i know you won't mind me saying so yeah. watching you get emotional about it because that's yeah, the real man. that's the real man yeah i do yeah ben will tell you because ben lost his mom not long ago as well yeah probably the hardest thing i've had to deal with losing my mom yeah they tell you how close i am with my mom i'm the little baby as well which is the hardest thing, I'm the youngest, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, you know you're the spoilt one as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I had a beautiful moment um, not long before she died, like, when my, my um, documentary was out, I, all, all my friends and family, I invited them to the pub to watch the documentary. They locked off the pub for us, and my mum was sat <laughs> right near my side. I've still got the picture today, right? The beautiful picture, the way she looks at you, looks at me. Brilliant. You can just see bare love. Yeah. Brilliant. And listen, she's gone, but she continues inside of yeah, me. Brilliant. That's still, one. still alive. Yeah. That's, That's why I have to make her proud. I mean, and my dad to make both of them proud because they, without them, I wouldn't be the person I am today. That's a brilliant thing. Now, listen, <laughs> with all of that, there was also a moment whereby. We look at it. There's this young kid from South London, okay, yeah. from humble beginnings. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're standing Ooh. on the pitch yeah. with a Jamaica kit on, yeah. playing against one of the greatest Brazilian teams ever to be put together. 
What was that like? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I told you the lead up to it. Paul Merson was, he's like, you Jamaicans can't play football. <laughs> You're going to get beat around 7 0. <laughs> I said, yeah, all right, you won. But little did he know that I don't care if your name's Rivaldo, Ronaldo, whatever. I'm coming to lift you up. Yeah? <laughs> but but no, normally, I've got one man what I mark. Yeah? In this game, I'm like, who do I mark? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and what they do, they never, they all rotate. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So, you're, you're like, listen, I was like, even we lost 1 0, we've done ourselves justice, but I had that feeling that if they wanted to, they could have picked it up a little bit, you know what I mean? Whenever they wanted to. They were great, great team. But what I liked even more, people think they're all about flair. They could mix it as well, right? They were strong. Quick, and they've done the dirty stuff really well. Right? And at, at one yeah. point, Kafu was crossed, was crossing to Carlos. Right? I was thinking, oh, I don't know, that. that don't happen <laughs> normally. Yeah? Yeah, that's normally, they say the right back goes, the, the left back tucks, tucks round. Yeah? Yeah. I think, man, they were just crossing to each other, but what they've done, Gilberto Silva would drop in in the free and make a free. That's how they was very clever. Yeah? They probably noticed your studs, Jamie. That's why they only won one nil. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I used to have the rugby studs all the time. I don't yeah. care who I play. I remember yeah. being like on a really nice sunny day, hard, nice pitch, but and it wasn't studs. It wasn't for studs that day, but... Well, they, that's why he's got them bunions. <laughs> I, I've never had blisters though, son. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it is it must have been surreal though you know one minute Brockwell oh, one minute Brockwell Park next minute listen I still have to pinch myself to say like I reached that level playing against the world champions that's the pinnacle of football yeah. right? from being rock bottom right and I'm talking rock bottom where you think that crime is going to be the, your life and you play against Brazil we were top, top two. Well, listen, there's we a the, lot... We have the crazy afters now, Jamie. I believe that's what your story is all about. Yeah. Getting yeah. the afters to be a part of it, you know? To, to sit back yeah. one day and to read that you have influenced even one, even one youngster to take yeah, that I've direction been, too. Yeah. I've, I influence a lot right about now. Yeah. I've influenced a lot mm -hmm. and I'll continue to do that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, you you, you do it well, you do it well, and it's not, you know, this is this ain't a dress rehearsal. But even my yeah. two sons, age sixteen and thirteen, you know, I, yeah. the first opportunity I got to, for them to work with you and get un, to understand work ethic, <laughs> they were with you, you know, because uh, yeah, it, it, it will carry, it will hold them in good stead at some point, you know, and yeah. you know, everyone says to me, I'm crazy. Sometimes we we'll let them go with you, and you know, you're not going to be, <laughs> you know, you're not be nice, and, you know, Jamie's not going to be nice, but I, I think it's important, you know. To understand the fundamentals of hard work, you know, whether it's football or not, it's just, it's just it's just a work ethic. I have dreams, and dreams don't become reality unless you work. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <coughs> well, well, James, I just want to yeah. add something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go on, I um, just want to say, even before the podcast, uh, you know, during the lockdown, myself and Jamie went into a few schools. Uh, some of the schools were for, for, yeah. for kids, you know, people referral units uh, for kids who were, you know, predominantly going slightly off the, off the you know, off the oh. off and that. And uh, Jamie came into two or three schools with me and um, he was infectious. You know, I mean, some of these young people who were kind of controlling the schools, controlling the narrative within the schools. And Jamie went in there and showed a little bit of the video from Prison to the Prem. But it wasn't just the video, it was the way he spoke honestly with these young people and the, and the teachers about it and um, you know we were supposed to do a, an event at Wembley which unfortunately didn't happen which led us to the podcast and that but you know from a foundation point of view the Jason Roberts foundation point of view I've spoken to Jason on many occasions just the, the, the you know Jamie getting involved in this project um, 
you know, whether it's South London, North West London, Edmonton, whoever it is, you know, we don't want to stereotype situations with young people. There's some fantastic kids doing some great work. But, you know, uh, people like Jamie's story and uh, the way that he tells it and the authenticity around telling it and just listening to all people talk about how Jamie has, has, has turned stuff around is, is, is something that the foundation will take a lot from this podcast and show this to a lot of our kids who are in our, in our, in our charge. And um, just like to say on, on behalf of the foundation and the trustees, uh, you know, thanks for Jamie for, for participating. Thanks for everyone who's come on the podcast. Right. Uh, Mike and and um, I know I know just by talking to Jamie just to finish on you know, I haven't spoken a lot during a lot of the podcast but you know Jamie also <clears throat> has a story to tell after football and the fact that he's, he's yeah. given you know he, unconditionally he's given back to a lot of people a lot of any player I mean I used to hold some sessions years ago not not fitness just get some of the ex players together and we play ball at the Westway. And then all of a sudden, I had no players. They said, I'm going Jamie's. He just had this desire to, to help other people and uh, recognise the opportunity that he, he's been given. So I just like to personally say thanks. And I know that life after football, when he went to the uh, wherever he turns his hand to, it's, it's an honest, you know, he told he, he ringed me up at six o'clock in the morning and told told me about what time the podcast was going to be on. I have to be oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love I love them. There's not many honest people left in the world, you know. And you know, and um, just like to say thanks to everyone for coming on uh, tonight as well because well, well, yeah. Well said. Okay, listen, I'm going to go round to each one of you if you are like before I leave the last word to Jamie. And uh, really, you know, like anything else, there's always been lessons to learn. And when you meet certain individuals, they teach you stuff. You know, it's not just that they're great. It's just that there's something that changes for you just by being in their company. All right. And uh, so, so, yeah, Jimmy, you're the nearest to me now. So you're going to start that. You know, if, if, you, got, if you, had to take, you had to have a takeaway from knowing, you know, our, our friend here, Jamie Lawrence. What would it be? Well, I mean, we said, I mean, you said it's great as well, and Carl spoke brilliant about it. it. For me, it's just, it's an amazing story. I don't think it gets as much as it should at times, because like I said, it's never been done before. And just by the way you turned your life around through like, you've, you've got your values, you live with them, and the hard work every day, like you say, and you don't stop, you're relentless on it and that, and, it's in, and anyone listening to it has to be inspired by it. And I think you will go on. Like I know you are. I know how many people you're influencing now. And I have influenced in the past as well, but even more so now, people who've not had the, had the breaks probably in life. You can inspire them people. And, and like you say, you order, if you can get one or two to turn their life around, that's an amazing, it's an amazing achievement. And I think you're, you're going to get a lot more than one or two as well. And it's, it has to be inspired. And they've got to be inspired by it. And everyone wants to be inspired in life. Do you know what I mean? I want to be inspired by people like me and that, and and these, especially these young kids you're working with, and and people in the game are trying to get make their way back and learn some new values, and they learn the hard work, and it's like you say, the football transfers onto the life skills, and you're showing them the pathway, and I, I think it's brilliant, and I'm inspired by it, and it's an amazing story. I, I, every time I ask, I say, you know, let's get it out there. It's fantastic. And. And Jim, thank you to you for, for always Thanks, being Jim, All right. Yeah. Anytime. You know that I do anything for the boy. He's, no, he's a legend, like great time. Like I said, off the pitch, respect, brilliant, Jim, the hard work and the values he taught me on it and during and training that was <coughs> live with me as well, as well as some of the naughty gear he used to wear. Jim, what was amazing? Uh, you, you remembered every bar. Every party, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah. 10 15 years ago, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, hey, Otis, I, I could say a lot more as well. That's the x rated one, we'll do that one. Uh, you, Ben, yeah, um, I would just say. 
the thing I take away from Jamie, or, or take from Jamie, I should say, is 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 just never give up. You know, never give up. You know, and I, I'll be open because Jamie's an honest person, and Jamie, I've seen Jamie at low points, and I've seen Jamie at high points, but nothing changes with, with regards to how intense or how how much endeavor he has or how hard he's willing to work, you know? And it doesn't matter what's thrown at him, you know, he's, 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 a, he's yes, he's a tough man um, in terms of his exterior um, and, and even his mindset, but he's also got an, a, a real soft loving side to him in his heart that, oh, yeah. which has allowed him to help and, and come across so many people and, and, and do what he does, you know? And, 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 for me, I would say it's the, the, the never giving up because he, he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up. You know, um, he doesn't give up. So I would say that's, that's one of the key things for me. Love that. Love that. Carl? You know, one of the things I've always encouraged young coaches to do is to find books to read. And it, and it doesn't necessarily have to come from from soccer coaches, you know, any coach, any coaching book just to get one and read. For for me, what it does is a lot of get into a book, there's a lot of confirmation of, of things that you think about, you know, that this is where I want to go. And, and just to read uh, a, a, a well-known coach who have succeeded saying the same thing builds my confidence. And And, and Jamie for me is represent what I was about. You know, I grew up with some fantastic players. When you talk about talent, I, I never put myself in that bracket of being a talented player. But I believe I've achieved so much more because of the attitude that I now see in Jamie. You know, when I see Jamie, I remind, it reminds me so much of me as, as a player out there representing the, the national team that it was all about working more than everyone and, and, and Jamie, I just want to, on behalf of the Jamaican people, to you know, use the opportunity to say thanks to you. Thanks to you for, especially the, the, you know, the ones in the inner city, that when you came, you did a lot for them. You know, to, for, for me, I could know, use you as, a, as an example. And I presently have, have a, 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 a man who is in charge of operation at Boystone, Jamie, that I, that I took off. Uh, uh, under my wing, and he was coming straight from hell. He was coming straight from hell. And it's just amazing what he has done in turning, turning around his life. And it's people like you who have strengthened me, strengthened my whole conviction of giving people a second chance. You know, and I believe that is one of the things that, that you will be doing for many, many kids. Kids that you will know, and a lot, so much more that you will not never know. You know, but, but I, I really just want to say thanks and, 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 and just to wish you all the best, Jamie. You you have you have stood out, you have you have made mom and dad the pinnacle and the, of your heroes. And I believe that's that's what us as black people as is missing too. You know, we don't have parents, mom and dad there to talk, you know. So that is will be great for some of the kids who I'm certain is 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 just with a mom or with a dad right now. And you know, guy, just keep it going, Papa. You know, all the time, I have enough, enough respect for you. And that, you know, it's just growing stronger all the time. Straight back at you, Coach. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. Love that, love that, Carl. Oh, yes. Well, I'll just finish um, just having a chat about Jamie, but I would just say, you know, it's just an infectious character. I mean, just cracking up some of these stories. I mean, I'll just laugh. I don't, I don't even have to get to <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, I mean, he, he starts laughing before the story's finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm never going out for a finish to remember again. I was 100 pounds down in two minutes. <laughs> but, but, on, on a serious note, um, infectious character. Uh, don't be late around him. His timekeeping is impeccable. Uh, he's just a straight up and down character. You know, if, he, if something's on his mind, he's going to tell you what it is. But, you know, he just means well by it, and he's a, he's a, he's a great guy. And, um, you, know, I'll, you know, I know we all support each other in different ventures and things that we do, but I always support Jamie and always, you know, he can always ring me and ask me uh, for, 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 for anything that I can help and pass on and 
you know, he's, he's, he's just a great person, a role model for, for younger people. Uh, brilliant. Respect. All right. Respect. Jane, uh, yes, you know, sir. again, it's been, it's been fantastic getting to know you. And, you know, for, you know, besides what, you know, what I did in football, outside of football, as you know, I'm also yeah. a psychotherapist, much for my sins. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. As a psychotherapist, you won't believe how much you've taught me over the last few weeks. And I'll tell you the thing that stands out, and I've used it in consultation, and I'm telling you that now. Yeah. I've never met yeah. anybody who owns their mistakes like you do, right? Sure. You own sure. it, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, I have sure. never... I've got a chill down my back because sure. the healing only begins when you own it yes, and yes. you are such an example of you know a positive example of own your mistake and recognize you don't have to repeat yes. right? and yeah. and for me that is prison to the premise yes. yes. all right yes. well said well said yeah, you're, you're a top man, Jamie, and we, we will continue to share your, your story. And as Otis said, at the foundation, we're well behind you. We got, we're sure we're going to, the characters we see in the room now, there's going to be more to say going forward, all right, because um, yeah. we're creating our own little community around this. Jamie, I'm going to leave the last words to you. Thanks, right. Well, where do I start now? Man? First and foremost, I'd like, to, I'd, like, I'd like to thank everyone for coming on tonight. I know your time is precious, but I'd like, I appreciate every single one of you. And every one of you who's been on tonight have made an impact in my life in some shape, way, or form. Right? And talking about owning your mistakes, I only said that today to someone when I was doing a talk earlier. Got to be accountable, right? That's the only way it changes for you. And then all the way along, I put my hands up and said, listen, I've done wrong. I must do better. And that's the, that's the story what I would want to spread to everyone in this world. The young kids who are going through a tough time, yeah, be accountable. But do not give up on your dreams because anything is achievable. You convince your mind anything is possible. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, so do not let anyone tell you you can't achieve anything. Live your own dream. All right. But everyone here, like, I love to thank you for the bottom of my heart. All right. Mommy and daddy. Real pleasure. Uh, mommy and daddy, I know you're proud up there. Last word always has to go to them. All right. So everyone, bless up. Bless him, bro. Bless my brother. Bless my brother. Well done. Well Thank done. You, well done. You've been listening to The Jamie Lawrence Story in the company of Flex, Otis Roberts, Michael Adams, special guests, and the incomparable Jamie Lawrence. Aim Higher is a Jason Roberts Foundation production.